1: Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. DGW prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
1: 18+. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring.
0: Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
1: Welcome Fight Fans to another episode of BTR Boxing Podcast and it's our ones to Watch series. On today's episode we're going to be chatting with 9 and 1 Mikey Ellison, we're going to be chatting about his professional career but we're going to be talking about what got him into boxing, his background, he even dabbled a little bit in kickboxing before he went to boxing so we're going to have a little chat about that as well. We'll also chat about his plans for 2019, he's got a central area, an English title eliminator against Christian Kinsiona, so that's going to be a great fight for him coming up this year. We're going to chat about it all. We're going to chat about life outside of boxing, how he has to juggle with work, boxing, training. You know the score. With all the prospects coming up, a lot of them have to go through this process. So it's going to be a great little chat with Mike here. But before we get into the episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to Bear Attack Boxing, the sponsors for BTI Boxing Podcast, producing high quality boxing gloves all the time. You need to go over to the website, have a quick look, go and find what they're doing at the moment. I promise you won't be disappointed. So get over there, find them on social media, on Twitter at Attack Boxing on Instagram and Facebook Bear Attack Boxing also find us on social at BTR Boxing Podcast and find us on Facebook BTR Boxing Podcast and you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Podbean Stitcher Spotify Player FM easily Boxing Repeats YouTube channel they're all published there as well so please get on subscribe if you haven't already if you have and you've not rated us please what are you waiting for go and do it get rating help us get up them iTunes rankings help us get to that next level help us get Get these live forums planned that we want to do in the future it's all down to you guys and the way you react to what we do if you react to us and what we're doing it massively helps so let's get into the episode then this is once a watch with mikey ellison so delighted to say i've got mikey ellison on the line mikey how's it going
0: yeah not bad thanks for all yourself
1: yeah, it's good to get you on. It's uh, been a while since we've obviously had a bit of an interaction and it's uh, been a bit of a journey for the pair of us and I'm glad to get you on for this Ones to Watch series. And as always with Ones to Watch, we always start from day one and we always want to find out what it was that got you into boxing. What what was it that got you interested in the sport of boxing, Mikey?
0: Um, well, to, to be honest, I, I was always into sport when I was younger. Um, I mean, I made a tie boxed for a couple of years first, um, but more than anything, it was just to like keep me out of trouble and we're always fighting know, on all the streets or at school or whatever. So I just, just naturally, just, you know, to just to keep I don't know I, I only got into it because so I wanted to fight to be
1: honest uh, <laughs> So talk to me about the combat sport side of it and obviously you're in boxing now but you said you did a, a little bit of Thai boxing as well was that the first taste of competitiveness that you, you got involved in?
0: Uh, yeah um, obviously fighting wise I mean I played football but then hitting, well, obviously. I started Thai boxing I think when I was 18 um, had quite a few Thai fights um, did alright in that and then I, I felt like I couldn't really go any further with that so I just I know I, I came to boxing then and yeah. that's, the, that's how i got into it really just, just to keep fighting but my legs were a bit sore from the tyre boxing and stuff so obviously I thought I had to the change of sport and then sort of fell in love with
1: boxing There's not a lot of money involved at that stage as well with tyre with, with boxing and, and kickboxing. boxing you have to really push yourself on to, to go to mixed martial arts where the, where the real money is for that so obviously when you want to stay competitive and you want to get involved in the sport you've transitioned over for, to boxing so you've made that decision you transitioned over did you have uh, any amateur career to speak of at all? Uh,
0: Well I had a couple of Unlicensed fights first, um, then I had some licensed fights. Um, I, I think I'd won four. Um, I went in the under 10 championships for that, and because I'd previously tie boxed, um, they kicked me out of the competition. <laughs> so I never got to actually box in the final for that, other when I swung away from it. But, um, and then obviously that's when I went to Alex's gym and got me back boxing amateur for Alex. So thinking think in total, I think I probably had about 19
1: amateur fights. Okay, so do you think like you'd had enough experience? Experience going from the kickboxing, boxing tie boxing then to the amateur yeah. side then then transitioning over to the professional game, did you feel at that point it was you no know, it was the right time to turn pro yeah.
0: I don't think there's ever really a right time. And look, for me, I don't think the amateur style suited me, you know, the, the short, fast round. Yeah. Um, maybe because I was used to fighting longer rounds previously with the Thai boxing, that was over five rounds. So I'd say I'm a bit slow at starting, and I, I think I come on strong later on. And I, I always wanted to get to that, you know, and I didn't really want to do the amateur kind of things because I do not think it's...
1: So you turn pro 2016. This is going to be your third year then as a professional fighter. Um... You, you've had some, you've had some decent nights yeah. already. If uh, obviously one notable one is, I know when I first met you that you were going on the undercard of Huey Fury Joseph Parker, and I know that was probably one of the highlights of your professional career to date. Yeah. Uh, but you've you've started out, you got your first two fights under your belt, you got victories, but then you came up against Carl Wild in April two thousand and seventeen. What what happened in that fight?
0: Yeah. Uh, well. You us supposed to mention that bit, but no, I'm only joking. <laughs> um, to be honest, it, it probably the best thing whatever happened to me it being been so early on in my career. Um, at what I always say, if you watch the fight back, then I personally still believe I won that fight, but I can see why the judges or the referee, whatever, gave it to me Just He just outworked me. He just looked busier, but he weren't hitting me with any shots. They were all hitting the gloves and the arms where I was in. him with like the nice shots you know clean shots but yeah. obviously it, it didn't look good because sometimes when you're back to the ropes the, the judges don't like that and you know with it happening so early it's something that I could adjust and work on and obviously it's never going to happen
1: again So you move on and you've fought obviously names on the circuit that people are aware of like you've had Harry Matthews uh, Louis Van Poch, Curtis Gagano you know you've had all these guys that people well know in the northwest on the circuit and you, you, I think like I said earlier going back to that fight you are on the undercard of Hughie Fury and Joseph Parker, how did that come yeah. about for you? Uh, well, I mean, to,
0: to, be, to box at uh, the MEN firm, obviously, for going for like working men's clubs, it, it was obviously like a dream come true. And, you know, it's not any everyone gets the opportunity to box in a place like that, so we're very grateful of that. And then he actually comes to fight me a little bit, did and did the It's Some of these journeys, when you to like go looking for people, you know, who got stopped. And, so,
1: <laughs> and then we'll talk about the card over in Zimbabwe last year. You ended up going over to Zimbabwe and fighting over there, and obviously on the undercard of Stacy Copeland's Commonwealth title bout
0: uh, well. I remember it, I was actually getting a bacon, sausage and egg uh, on my break at work. And one of the lads come in shop and he said, Hi, oh, my cute, uh, when are you next boxing? And I said, Oh, I'm not sure, to be honest. Uh, but I'll let you know as soon as I ticket." And as I stepped out of the shop, um, I got a text off the woods saying, um, How do you fancy boxing? In? So, um, obviously, I thought you were taking a the initial reaction was, well, yeah, definitely, because, you know, massive opportunity and something like that I won't come around every day. So, obviously, I come home not smoke to my wife because... The date that he said it was, um we were due to have a baby about three weeks before, so I needed mean, to make sure she was alright with it. Um and yeah, just spoke to her, she said it was fine. Um so it's everything with me and Alex and yeah, what a tough experience that was. Some of some the things, you know, that you learn about yourself from going to the play it like, really humbly and makes you grateful for everything you've got at all. Just just an unbelievable experience.
1: You got a good victory as well, didn't you, on that one?
0: Yeah, I mean I didn't really know too much about the guy. I think Thank you, Dad maybe five fights and knocked half out and won the other half and I think he'd been beat once so it was a 50-50 fight but it was a chance obviously I was willing to take and they are the fights I want to be in the 50-50 kind of fights really um, obviously going into his own town as well made it even nicer when he came into took way in with all his entourage and I was just there <laughs> on the and, you know, I will not just going there fighting little boy was, I think three weeks old obviously I'd let no way that I would come there and get beat and then I just I caught him with lead. To
1: the punching at first round and knocked him out. Yeah, great victory for you. That really, really great statement. And obviously, you've had fights with Van Potch and you've had fights with Harry Matthews. Now, and it was funny because we was having this conversation um, about a week ago about your upcoming fight, and it was you, said, you told me a bit of a story about how how it's quite you know mad how it's came around. Do you want to retell that story again about the fight with Kinsella? Yeah. Well, I said to Tom and,
0: and Alex, I want to box the Central Area title. Um, it was actually vacant then when I went to Zimbabwe I think. Um so I'd have to maybe, you know, whether that's something I could do or look at doing boxing for a Central Area title and then I kind of I a look myself for in box records out like looking at people's names and records and this Christian Kinsione he, he seemed like on you know, even match similar sort of record um, and it'd be a good test for myself and for him. And then since then he actually boxed Harry Matthews I think and won the Central Area title. Um and then after I boxed Harry Matthews in December he Woodcourt to me said that um, I've been offered the fight against him for an essential area title, which is also going to be English title eliminator. So it's just a bit mad how it happened, I suppose, really. But yeah, well, I'm up for it and I can't wait.
1: So it's a big fight for you, really. It's probably the probably the biggest of your career, obviously, going for a central area title. But it's also been doubled up as an English title eliminator. Um, and we said it was Dar- Darryl Williams that currently holds the English title, isn't it, as well?
0: Yeah, Darryl Williams. And I've sparred Darryl Williams um, quite a few months. To go, but that's awfully that, you know, everything going well. Not one to overlook Christian Kintiona, but that should also, when it comes around, be a good fight and as well, to be honest.
1: So, what date's the fight on? You say March 30th?
0: Yeah, it's March the 30th uh, in Rotherham at the Magnus Centre.
1: You're actually going there as an away fighter on this occasion, aren't you? Yeah, I'm
0: going as the away fighter, which I don't mind that at all, to be honest. It, there's no pressure just turn up, doing the business. Knock him
1: out. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> as simple as that. Simply put, simple as that. <laughs> so let's just quickly talk about then. Obviously, we've talked about your your, your career going uh, from the start. We've talked about the little bits of tie boxing stuff that you've done, the amateur bouts, your professional career today, the loss on your record. Let's talk about a little bit about <laughs> what life is like outside of boxing. Now, obviously, I know because we've had various chats before that. Obviously, I yeah. know you have to juggle everything, so you've got your training to consider you've got a work because you've obviously got to provide for your family uh, you know it's, it's absolute chaos for you to try and get everything juggled on uh, all, all on one plate how, how hard really you know is it to, 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 to you know to cope with all the different stresses and strains of being able to be a family man but also be a professional fighter at the same time
0: uh, obviously it is testing uh, you know my, my wife and they're brilliant they, they may help out as much as they can but it's just if you if you want to do something you've got to next sacrifice and hopefully they'll pay off one day but it's just it's just manic but i won't, I won't have it any other way i don't think at the minute to be honest because everything's under mile an hour rushing around, around the camp, getting the sessions in after work and i'm not leaving any stone turn just it's just how it is it's just gonna you know we one day we'll, we'll get a break or something but it's just,
1: it's just busy busy <laughs> yeah busy that's the thing isn't busy it busy. That, that's the thing though isn't it like obviously trying to be a professional fighter and train and work and provide uh, money for your family and obviously be a family man as well at the same time it's it's a lot to take on but obviously like you just said there you know you've got to make these sacrifices if you want to go to the next level and this fight for you on the 30th of March is obviously the biggest fight to date and, and could end up being a, a, you know the road to where you want to go with your career and that's that's something else I'd want to check check in with you on obviously everybody gets into boxing for certain reasons most of the time they're getting in it because one day they. You know the dream of becoming a world champion—is that always something you've envisaged for yourself?
0: Uh, well, it's gonna sound stupid, but me, um, first step me, uh, that, this is the first That this is—is like this is a world title fight in a way. Um, you know, this this guy is in the way, thing out the way, and then I can go in and show people what I've got. But suppose you know, I I just I boxing now to obviously not about the money. Hopefully win belts and win titles and create history, and then my labs they can grow up and if, if they have. A dream. They can be inspired to, you know, never give up on things and just go after the dreams and be what they want, do what they want, and just, just you know, never give up and always have a dream and a goal. That that's something else. What I think is important: setting goals in life, you know, targets, and so once, once you reach them, you can keep progressing onto bigger things
1: and the next things and just go as far as you can yeah absolutely and I I agree and I I mean some people you know out there might say well well, some people only have ambitions to get to a certain level and that's kind of them but you just said what I would say is is a philosophy I would go by is you setting yourself a goal once you hit that goal it's about then setting the next goal and the next goal after that and being able to progress your way through it and, and, and do it realistically as well it's not like everybody wants to get into boxing to become a world champion but it's not the first thing you think of when you take and you do your professional debut, it's not, you don't think of it at that point and go, I'm going to become a world, cha- world champion uh, within a matter of a few <laughs> fights, you know you know what I'm getting at don't you, you know like, I'm, t- yeah. I'm talking about like, you've got to be realistic in, in where you're going with your career and obviously it sounds like y- you are and you've got this realism over your career and, and you're treating every fight especially the next one, like it's a world title fight, like it's the ultimate goal because if you do get it, you've set yourself a level where you can then go, oh right, ok well, I'm at this level now. What's next? English title level. If you get that and you get through it, what's next? The British title. Do you know that? That's the kind of way of y- your thinking, and that for me would be a realistic way of doing it as well. So fair play to you for that. Um, I think finally then, Mike. I think we're talking about uh, your career, and we, the only thing I've not really touched on is is obviously support, and I always like to give the fighters the opportunity to be able to you know give the, the sponsors that they've got a shout out really, and and kind of let them know. I know that you probably do on social media, and 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 they know. How, how much it's appreciated from yourself personally, but it's also good to get that public acknowledgement as well. So, you know, give them a shout out. The guys that are supporting you so far on this journey, you know, give them a shout out here, let them know who they are. And, and
0: Absolutely. F- well, obviously, I've got um, June, Jan, and Joe from Winfield and Timbuktu, who they've, you know, since I'd say at the beginning, they've always been there and supported me. So, I want to say thanks to them. I've, I'm, I'm very grateful then I've got CBD, um, helping with supplements for my recovery and inflammation. At that. Um, and I've just got another sponsor, Evolution Heating and Pumping. Um, they're a local firm. They're helping me with um, like my gym fees and bits of equipment. So I want to say thanks to what I'm for that as well. And then obviously Alex and Tom and all the other coaches at the gym at Elite Boxing. Um, and lastly, my wife, Jade, for supporting me and keeping me on with night feeds and everything when the just so I can get a bit of rest and sleep because I'm up most days at half, six, seven o'clock for work and then. Coming on, all the nails and everything. I do. She does the cooking, the cleaning. Oh, thanks, thanks to her for that, for morning that. I, I couldn't do it without her. And that's it, really. That's everyone coming.
1: I think that's uh, a nice way to sort of uh, end that side of things. On now, if anybody that doesn't already follow you on social media wh- and, and they want to follow you and they want to see how your journey goes and keep an eye on it, where would they find you?
0: Um, well, on their Twitter, it's Ellison 25 and I think the Instagram is Ellison 25 Just online there as well. Well, Mr. First Boxing,
1: Nicky Ellison. Cool. Well, it's obviously been a pleasure getting you on, as always, and I'm happy to to be able to g- give you the platform to be able to let people know a bit more about yourself. And obviously, you've got a big fight coming up, which uh, I'm, I'm telling people to to go on there, make sure they try and catch it if they can, get tickets if they can to it. If not, I'm sure you'll be able to get. Uh, I'm sure I mean, it's on a Steffi promotion so I'm pretty sure it'll end up being recorded, and you know you'll be able to get to watch the progress of it. So that big knockout you're talking about, hopefully that'll come and we'll get to see. Yeah. yeah. hopefully. Hopefully, uh
0: this is it. When when someone comes to fight me, obviously I can show what I'm made of, but like my record doesn't suggest maybe that I've got so much power because the journeyman be isn't there to do the job and to stay away from you. But as soon as they come to fight me and they're in front of me and they feel the power and I think they will start going away nice and easy then, to you know?
1: Well, it's been a pleasure getting you on. I appreciate your time and good luck for your fight on the 30th. Uh, thanks very much for coming on today.
0: Yeah, cheers Sean, thank you very much.
1: So there you go, Ones to Watch with Mikey Ellison. Great to chat to him there. Apologies if there was any little dropouts in the conversation where it sounded a bit skew If unfortunately even though we live in a world where technology is so brilliant, sometimes it's not always that great what we're trying to do with these episodes but I think you got the gist of the majority of that episode with Mikey Ellis and I think you got to hear a little bit about his story about going into Muay Thai boxing, going into competitive MMA style fighting first before he got over to boxing and then obviously about his career so far to date and then about his big fight coming up on the 30th of March it's a huge fight for him, you can tell how much it means to him and I really hope he does do the business because he's just such a genuinely down to earth nice guy like a lot of these guys really are and as you find out when you listen to the episodes you get to hear a little bit more about them and their personalities and actually social media things of that nature don't always put people across in the right way and that's why it's great to get people on to actually have a chat with somebody about themselves about their career so I hope you have enjoyed it if you have as always make sure you share it across social media give Mikey that exposure make sure get it to all your mates anyone that lives uh, in, you know in the northwest area that wants to support a northwest fighter you know follow Mikey get onto Mikey he's a guy to follow exciting fighter comes to fight it's going to be exciting to see him on the 30th of March So you know where to follow us. You can follow us on social media at BTR Boxing Pod and Facebook BTR Boxing Podcast. And you can go on to Podbean, subscribe or subscribe on any good podcasting app that's available to you. Apple Podcasts, you can find us on YouTube channel, Eat, Sleep, Boxing, Repeat. You can find us everywhere. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of Ones to Watch. I'll see you next time, Fight (laughs) Fans.